This is URN Sport. Hello, Hello. and welcome. <laughs> Hello. Um... Me and Dom are clearly uncoordinated because you both said hello there. Um, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Touchdown, URN Sports Guide to the NFL. Um, it's April and Dom and we haven't done a podcast for ages, so we're going to update you on what's going on in the NFL and what Dom has been doing because Dom has been to America and seen an NFL game in America, which is pretty mad. So we're just going to start with that. How was it, Dom? How was, it was the amazing. whole holiday? It was really good. It was amazing. We saw, I saw some other grounds. I saw uh, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, um, not Superdome, the Atlanta Falcons ground. That was, that does put in perspective, like British stadiums, just walking past it. It was, it was colossal. It was, it looked amazing. We then went down to Jacksonville and walked out and we just realised the whole of the Jacksonville Jaguars were coming out for training. So I got a good look at them. That was after the Urban Myers sacking. And we'll go into that a bit later, I'm sure. That's a real interesting one there. And then, yeah, went to see the Dolphins versus the Jets at, I forgot what we call it, the Hard Rock Stadium. And it was just so good. Um, it wasn't too hot, which I was pleased about. I was undercover, but it was just a really lovely experience. Um, everyone around us was so nice, asking us questions about Britain, how we think, what we think about the NFL. And the shop was amazing. You could have had pictures with cheerleaders, but I bottled that. I was too scared. Um, there was just everything there was perfect. And the Dolphins played awful to start and then grew into the game, sort of opposite of what happened in London. And for the first time ever, I saw a Dolphins win, which was amazing. And my parents were very worried when the Dolphins, what were we, seven? No, we were 3-10 down at the end of the first quarter and we just looked horrific. And Tua, oh my God, Tua, oh, he played an awful game, but somehow got through it. And I was just so happy that we won that game. So it was an absolute delight. I really enjoyed uh, going to an NFL game. It was slightly different to an NFL UK game because it was so Dolphins oriented. It wasn't trying to appeal to Packers, Jets and Broncos fans as well. It was really, we are the Miami Dolphins. We're going to keep this going. And that was just heaven for me. So I've loved that. How's your Christmas period been, April? Yeah, really good. I mean, not as good as that, obviously. But um, <laughs> still good. I am intrigued, like, overall, what would you say is the differences, apart from what you said it was, like, all Miami fans, but what would you say are some other differences between the game you saw that was at London and the game that was in America? Well, the heat being one, um, but that's that's aside. The actual atmosphere was a lot louder because everyone is rooting for one team. There wasn't, I'd say, if you go to NFL UK games, it's 30% the home team, 30% the away team, and 40% other fans, I'd say. Whereas this was 99% Dolphins fans making so much noise and it was fantastic. As much as I do love NFL UK games, the atmosphere was just better. It was more intense. It felt like less of an exhibition game and it was a real, not vitriolic, but there was a home team, it's fair mm. to say, uh, within the fans. But I also liked how the actual people I was sat with were different to what I get at NFL UK games. There was some guys from Mexico who supported the Jets who'd come up. There were some guys, uh, African-American guys who were just uh, absolutely hilarious. They were just so funny. And it was just nice to experience a different fandom than you get in the UK. In the UK games, everyone's very lovely and 
but they're there for a good time, not to support a team sometimes. And yeah, I really enjoyed how we were all going against the Jets and it was a fantastic experience. And if you're ever in the US and it just falls that you're in a big city, even if you're not an NFL fan and you just listen to this because I don't know why you listen to this, but maybe you just want to enjoy the NFL, me and April voices, I'm not sure. But if you are in the US and you do get a chance to see a game, you've got to go see it. It, it is so good. It's a real real enjoyable thing and I think John Lennon said something like NFL games are like to con oh, what's it what's the phrase he compares them to rock oh, I can't remember he compares them to rock concerts it's a really good phrase look it up it's much better than what I've just given it service to but uh yeah it was just an absolute delight yeah it sounds amazing um you did say about Tua though like he struggled and obviously in the game we watched in London Tua also struggled, struggled. so <laughs> what is your thoughts on Tua from this year do you think you still oh. have to like be looking for a new quarterback this year or like give him one more year chance oh. what do you see happening definitely keep him um there's no point going out to find another quarterback because there's not enough good quarterbacks to supply the league let alone for teams to have a backup good quarterback Tua's probably the best person we can get we don't have a first round pick this year and I just think keep to it. What we need to do is protect him. He's really good at get, doing a two-second throw because the pocket is so, so weak for him. We What I'd do is keep to it, get a bulking, just get, get him bulking. The boy, his left arm needs to grow a bit because the throws look like Jay Cutler throws. They're not, they're not the paciest. It's not like watching prime Drew Brees. They're like post prime Drew Brees, if you know what I mean. They're sort of weak. You need a bit of bulking for old Tua. But he needs a proper right guard to protect his back and just more offensive lines because I know the left guard is the most valuable position for 31 NFL teams. But for the Dolphins, because Tua is left-handed, because that is a rarity, we need an elite right guard to make sure Tua is protected from behind. And he's sometimes running from ghosts, but he's good. He's good and definitely keep him. Which sort of brings us on to the Dolphins' seven-run win for the first time yeah. in NFL history. Seven wins after seven losses. We're back in the playoffs. We're actually in the playoffs, April. This is madness. What's it, it looking madness. like from outside? Um, I think at the start of the sort of wins, I was thinking, oh, it's just like lucky or this is like not the true Dolphins because they just lost seven games <laughs> and that says a lot about them. But the fact they've managed to go on to win seven, like, yeah, you can only play the teams you're playing against. And yeah, you play like the Jets in there. And obviously the Jets aren't a very good team, but... Played them twice. Know, yeah. So to be <laughs> anyone after losing seven games in a row, like the amount of like team spirit that need they needed to get over that seems really mm. promising. And um, I feel like they could still, you know, win the next two or win one of the next two and still get in the playoffs, which would be kind of unbelievable if you told someone that after they yeah. had, had seven losses you would have thought that was impossible yeah just the way we lost to the falcons and the jags an episode that's still available on your own away days <laughs> your own 1350.net um it it was inconceivable that we'd lose to two quite bad teams and then be eight and seven and seventh in the playoff bubble if we beat the Jaguars, we'd be in the same position. Actually, no, we'd be in sixth place in the playoffs. We'd have got the tiebreaker over the Patriots. We'd be there. And it is so frustrating. It's so frustrating we're not firm because I don't think this team is a playoff team. 
defensive line is simply not there. Our defense is fantastic. Um, we still have a really good back line and our sacks are getting really good. Um, have you seen the Christian Wilkins uh, celebration? It suggests, oh, he scored against the Jets and did like the worm. Um, he's like n- number 94, big lad, big lad, April he is. And he just scored a touchdown and just loved it. And I think that is showing what the Dolphins are all about. They're about team spirit. We're not the best individuals. And I'm sure we're going to talk about other playoff teams that aren't built of individuals, e.g. the Colts, that need that extra star level to get a win. We just don't have that at the moment. I know Waddle is fantastic and he's going to be the next Randy Moss, but I just think we need a little bit more time on this team. And I personally don't think we're going to make the playoffs. I can see us getting battered by Ryan Tannehill on a revenge game. And then I can just see us falling away against the Patriots. But there's part of me that's saying the Titans, as Dan Hansis calls them, they're just not there. There's no Derek Henry. We We could get the win there. And the Patriots have an awful record in Miami over the winter. So it could happen. But that's all very up in the air. However, the other team of this podcast, how have the Chiefs been doing since we last talked? Because Very good. I I hate this. I know. It's actually actually shocking that the start of the season, I didn't really believe in the team because there was like too many games where we just, didn't do anything on offense at all and then I think we've won also seven in a row um the same as the Miami and so now our record is like 11 and four which is the best in the whole AFC somehow um but it's just like the defense started okay and then over the year the defense has got better and better which sort of happens every single year with the Chiefs so I was always believing the defense would be all right it was the fact that the offense started a bit like meh and then over the year the offense has slowly got better to like being quite good now and the most recent game the Chiefs didn't have Travis Kelsey because he had COVID and I was sort of thinking like he's one of our main offensive players you know the main two players are Hill and Kelsey and without them is there going to be many targets you know even if one's gone does that mean all the defenders are going to be marking Hill and then Hill's not going to have any catches in the game but we still managed to have other players step up. And I think the Chiefs just overall on the defence and now also on the offence, it just improves over the year, which I couldn't ask for anything more because hopefully we can just keep it, yeah. keep this up now. Uh, one thing I've noticed about the Chiefs is that when teams are playing them, they're inviting Patrick Mahomes to be patient. They've, they've changed the way they're attacking Patrick Mahomes. They're wanting him to go downfield. They're going, go on, try and throw over us. And that's not worked. And they've done the same to Baker Mayfield. And we've seen Baker Mayfield. They had both had quite bad starts of the year. And Mayfield hasn't dealt with this, but Mahomes has. He's realised he's got to be more patient. He's got to go under like the linebackers and just take slow gains instead of going for those sort of beautiful rainbow passes. They've got to build and build and build. And what this says a lot is Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. He's not just a flash in the pan to take a really bad start of the year to be 11 and four. And this is the sixth AFC West division the Chiefs have had in a row. Says it all. That's the first time that's ever happened for the Chiefs, ever. And yeah. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, I'm going to say it, AFC Championship game confirmed, just confirmed April. Gosh, I don't know. Just. I mean, you um, you make your point like Patrick Mahomes has learned to deal with it better. Mm. But I think a big thing for the Chiefs is the offensive line at the start of the year wasn't playing very well because 
I'm pretty sure four out of the five were new to the team. Two of them were rookies and a few of them we like bought from other teams. They were new and they haven't played together before, but that's another thing where over the course of the year, they've played more games together. They know how everything's working. I think the way the Chiefs managed to build like an offensive line, basically from scratch in one year is a really amazing thing that we did. Like that's the absolute thing I'm most like happy about in the team. And I think what we sort of the way we did it is definitely a model that like Miami should try and follow to get an offensive line because protecting your quarterback is like the most important thing after having a quarterback. So yeah, yeah, I was really surprised and I'm really impressed with the two rookies we have. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so shocked because at the start of the year, we were like a slightly below average team. And suddenly now we have two weeks to go. We could clinch the number one seed of the playoffs this week. And yeah, I mean, it's still the same system as last year, but people might not know, like, if you're the top seed, it means you get a bye. So you'd have to play one game less than everyone else. And that would be a massive advantage because with COVID, having to not play a game when everyone else does, like you're resting your players and hopefully you can get players back if they have COVID or any other problems. Yeah, Mm. not to bring it on to COVID, but it's a big one. It's dealing in the league right now. Sort of the last three weeks, maybe four Mm -hmm. uh since covid has been a thing in all countries it's now also a thing in the nfl and affecting games so i guess do you think it's definitely all the games are going to happen dom because i'm a bit worried yeah the nfl are gonna make the games happen i think there might be a few oh dare i say dead rubbers that don't affect the league that might get called off in late january in, in early january but with 96 positive covid cases on monday it's not good but the NFL is tremendous at making things work and I just I just have faith in them unlike the Premier League or the EFL the NFL makes things happen and whether that is having two games on a Tuesday like they did for the first time since 1934 which was just a delight which meant there was like eight out of the ten days there was football which was just oh it gets the chef kiss from me it was really interesting to see how the NFL can deal with problems quickly and sufficiently and how teams are having to deal with this. I think every game will go ahead. There might be one called off. That is as far as I'm going to go. I think the NFL, really good at making sure people sort their problems out. And I'm going to say one game called off at maximum. April, do you think every game will go ahead? I think they will, but I, I kind of agree with your point that like the NFL make decisions really quickly. They sort of see oh, there's X number of players, you're going to have to move the game by two days. And then they they just somehow sort it all out to do two days later. Um, whereas good. with the Premier League, they seem to just postpone games like indefinitely and you never know when the game's going to be rescheduled. Um, maybe it's just the nature of the NFL where like you have to play 17 games in 18 weeks. So they don't really have much time to move stuff around. But I feel yeah. like they the people at the top, like the schedule makers, the schedule deciders, they find a day and they just decide it has to happen. Um, and yeah, there are some games where it's not called off, but it is kind of ruined by COVID. Like the Texans, no, the Ravens. I think the Ravens, do the Ravens play the Texans? I don't know. Yeah. The Ravens are onto like their fourth quarterback or something. It's, and it's delightful. It's delightful. Someone who absolutely hates their quarterback that franchise. Just COVID. Yeah. It's delightful to see them struggle because that gave Dolphins the burst it needs into the playoffs. Let's talk about the wild cards, April, because let's start with the AFC. 
yeah. who are going to be the wild cards? Because I don't, I don't know. I simply don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, you spoke earlier about the Colts and how they're like a team team rather than like individuals in the team. And I, I really like the Colts. They have improved a lot over the season. And at the start of the year, the Titans, so the Titans and the Colts are in the same division. Uh, and they sort of are, are like the top two by far. Um, and the, the Colts were sort of like on the down and the Titans were on the up. But over the course of the year, it has definitely changed. And yeah, the Titans have had some COVID and just general injuries. But I think the Colts will still get in as a wild card. I don't know if they can def- if they can win the division. It probably would take the Titans losing two games. But mm. the Colts definitely, I think, have a chance. And also the Colts, if they get in the playoffs, they're just such a different team compared to other teams. So they're like quite hard to prepare for because all they do is run, 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 run. And then in the one game last week, when you were expecting them to run, they didn't. So they can change up the game plan quite like, I I was quite shocked at that. So it showed that they have good tactics and the coaches I kind of trust with the Colts. So I think they'll make the playoffs as a wild card. And the Titans to win the division. The Titans to win the division. So we've got the Chiefs, the Titans, AFC North, are the Bengals going to be division champions, do you think? Well, if the Bengals win this week, they win that division, but they are playing the Chiefs, so I kind of hope that doesn't happen. Um, but I, I really like the Bengals team. They're exciting. They have Joe Burrow, young quarterback. I think they're more exciting than some of the other teams. So um, then they're, they're also a lot less likely to like just you know mess it up for themselves, make mistakes. Um, so I kind of trust them. Even if they don't win this week, they'll probably win in the final week and... Yeah, they will get in the playoffs. I'm going to say that for sure. Okay, so then we go down to the AFC East, one of the few divisions where three teams can top it. We've got the Bills and Patriots on nine and six. The Bills have the tiebreaker against the Patriots, so they are top of the division. The Bills are playing the Falcons next week, the Patriots, the Jaguars, and the Dolphins, the Titans. The Dolphins obviously are eight and seven, not nine and six. Could three teams come from this division, do you think, April? Or are we looking at the Chargers or the Raiders, maybe even the Ravens, to come back into the playoff mix? That's the thing. There's just so many teams. You you could list a lot of teams and they could make the playoffs still, uh, especially in the AFC. Um, but I I mean, I don't want to say Miami aren't going to do it, but I worry about Miami. Just because the Patriots like have all the coaches that know what they're doing and mm. the defence is good. And they somehow have Mac Jones, who's the only quarterback from this year's draft who's actually playing well. And all the other quarterbacks from the draft are somehow like struggling and throwing loads mm. of interceptions. But Mac Jones seems to be like the most level-headed person, um, which really suits the Patriots coaches and the rest of the team. Um so I do worry that the Patriots might still win the division. Oh, it it would be sickening for them to get back in the playoffs as division. I, I as much as I hate the Ravens, I hate the Patriots more. Um, if we go into like the bubble or like the teams that are around the bubble, so the Ravens are playing the LA Rams, the eleven and four LA Rams, the superb LA Rams this week. That just say the Ravens lose, that's eight and eight. I think we can probably assert that's happening. So the Ravens are out of it. The Colts I think the Ravens the... have to be out just because they don't have a quarterback and uh, like half of their cornerbacks are also, everyone's got COVID on that team. So they're just kind of decimated. They have no chance. Yeah, I agree. 
So the Ravens are out of it, which is always good to see. The Raiders, the the bizarre Raiders this year. What an awful year for Las Vegas. We must also mention John Madden has died uh, yesterday. A real figure of the NFL. You probably know his name from the video games. A incredible coach. I think he's got the highest win percentage of any coach in the league. Super Bowl winner for the Raiders. A fantastic man and one of the best broadcasters of all time. If you do get the chance over the summer or winter, whenever you can, do watch his football life. It's a really interesting documentary. Even if you're not a fan of the NFL, he's such an interesting man. So maybe the Raiders might get a win for him in his honour, but they're playing the elusive Colts. Who do you see winning that, April? I think the Colts. I mean, I said before, I think the Colts are going to get in the playoffs and I can see them beating the Raiders. They are sort of like an up and down team. Some weeks they play well and some weeks they really don't. Um, there's been lots of drama with that team, especially earlier in the season. But yeah, what you said about John Madden, he obviously was uh, a really famous coach um, when he was the coach of the Raiders. Um, but then sort of the next generation, he's sort of known to them as like uh, amazing broadcaster. And he has so many funny clips that have come out in the last few days, like yeah. remembering funny things he said, commentating on games. And then, yeah, onto our generation, we sort of know him from the football games, basically like the version of FIFA kind of vibe, if people don't know. Um, but yeah, like it's just amazing that he could be so influential in like three different ways. It's kind of mm. crazy that someone could like do so much for the whole game of NFL. Um, but on the game, I don't think the Raiders are going to win. I'm going to go with the Colts. OK, so eight and eight, we can whack them out. And then that leaves the Chargers versus the Broncos. Who do you see winning that? And I'll go on to see who the Chargers have got next week because I think they're going to be the. I think they're going to make the playoffs. The Chargers. Mm, they did a bit of a a bad game last. They week, did a though. bit of a bad. <laughs> <laughs> they did a bit of a. They messed up a bit there. They lost to the Texans, who many times we've called them a team of backups, but I think it's just because the Chargers have so many injured players and COVID. It's kind of hard to keep track of who has the injuries and the COVID cases because it changes so rapidly and there's so much of it. Like Dom said, there was like over 90 players testing positive in one day. So across a week, that's like nearly 500, maybe more. And is there's not that many players in the league. Like they need to try and get COVID under control because I do worry about like the playoff games. If you suddenly have loads of COVID cases, you're basically just going to sacrifice the game because you're not going to win if you don't have any players or you know if all of your cornerbacks have, in, have got injuries or COVID you just have no chance mm. so I'm going to say the Chargers they go so we're going to say they win they're going to win against the Broncos sure and then they play the Raiders who be eight and eight so the Chargers could easily be nine and seven uh no ten and seven sorry going into the playoffs, which means the Dolphins have to be 10 and 7 to make the playoffs. Unless the Jaguars beat the Patriots, it's not looking good for Miami. So that's sort of But you summarized. still have to have some hope because you've won seven yeah. games in a row. So yeah. at this point, you're just riding on the wave of a miracle. Let's just hope it continues for you. Right, so on to the NFC. So um, already the Cowboys have clinched the NFC East. Um, the Packers have clinched the NFC North and the Bucks have clinched the South. So there's only one that's still got the division up for grabs and it's kind of between the Cardinals and the Rams. Um, I 
I mean, the last time we spoke about the Cardinals, they were doing amazing, but they've had a lot of injuries and uh, maybe a few COVID cases, but they sort of had injuries and still played quite well. And then recently they've been struggling. So the Cardinals seem to be on a bit of a downwards turn, which isn't what you want at the end of the year. So um, I think they should just be happy if they still get in the playoffs, let alone trying to win the division at this point. Well, they are in the playoffs. They're not going to, I don't think they can win the division. But like you said, you don't want to be on this downward trajectory going into the Super Bowl. And well, let's not get ahead of ourselves to the playoffs. Sorry. <laughs> and I've seen this happen weirdly with Forrest. We were not good enough to be the top two in the championship back in 2010. We, but we were miles above the rest of the playoff teams. And we got quite lazy for a month. And I think this is sort of happening to the Cardinals. They're much better than the rest of the NFC but they're not top tier, not, not quite yet. So I'm going to say the Chiefs, or sorry, the Chiefs, the Cardinals are going to get blown out, whoever they play. They're playing the Cowboys this week, and that's not a get-better game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buccaneers are looking really good. The Rams, I know I said I thought they were a little flash in the pan, but I think I was fairly wrong on that. The Rams are looking very good. The Cowboys... Oh, I, they're, they're secretly quite good. Well, not secretly because everyone knows they're good, but I don't think they're quite getting the fanfare they deserved. What do you think about the uh, Cowboys? Yeah, they, you say they don't get the fanfare they deserve. Like they're the Cowboys, they always get fanfare. But I think <laughs> because they do, when they actually play well, sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's just expected. We're yeah. not actually taking them as seriously as we should. Um, and I do kind of get that. Like, this week, they scored like 45 points before half time. <laughs> which I'd be surprised to score 45 points in a whole game. Yeah, um, yeah. But the defence is playing so much better and they have lots of star players. So as long as they can keep most of the star players like injury-free and COVID-free, then yeah, the Cowboys are a real force to be reckoned with and I definitely see them being the Cardinals on the current form of the Cardinals. And that leaves us with the top of the NFC, the Green Bay Packers. Oh, he's done it. Is this another Rodgers where he's amazing in the regular season? He's just beaten Bet Favre's touchdown record in Green Bay. Amazing. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. But is he going to get to the NFC Championship game, forget what to do, and it all fall apart again, April? Forget What's going what to happen? do. I don't, think, I don't think he ever forgets what to do. He just doesn't I, execute it well. Um, okay, that's, well, know. he has lost seven. Isn't it seven NFC Championship games? So I, I think mm. he... I think he runs out of like memory. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't know. I mean, I can definitely, I mean, they could still get the number one seed in the playoff this week. I think if like another mm. team loses. So I think if they have that first seed, then they get the uh, first round by. So they have a week off. I think that will really help them because um just Green Bay, I, they just seem like a good team this year, but it kind of is like this every year. Um, the coach is quite young, but he seems to like have the respect of Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, maybe not. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is like secretly running the team. Um, yeah. and Matt LaFleur is just sort of like the puppet man, like doing the bidding. But <laughs> I mean, they're somehow found a way that it works, right? They have a coach and Aaron Rodgers and it somehow is working well. They've won loads of games. Um mm. And yeah, overall, the team just seems really solid. They haven't seemed to have many like downward or like, you know, slump games. So I kind of think they are going to be good. I could see them getting to the Super Bowl. Oh, so we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to force you. It's going to be four answers here, April. AFC Championship game. Give me two teams that will be playing. 
the AFC Championship game. The Patriots and the Chiefs. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I just think Belichick wants to win this one so badly to prove it wasn't Brady. It depends think, on like the seeding because yeah. it it is probably more likely that the Patriots and the Chiefs will be in the divisional round with like where the seedings end up. But if it works out that the Patriots are like on the other branch of the games, it could definitely be that they get to that. Yeah. Yeah. And also the Dolphins are probably going to beat them in, on the ninth. So it's fine. It's fine. We don't need to worry <laughs> about that. The NFC Championship game. The NFC Championship game. I think yeah. I've got it. I mean, I think I'm going to say the same as you. The Packers and the Rams. Ooh. Ooh, no. I was going to go Packers-Cowboys. Mick Ooh. McCarthy returning to Lambeau Field. No, Mike McCarthy, not Mick McCarthy. <laughs> that would be such a good game. Mick fun. McCarthy taking control of the NFL game. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I'd love there to be a miscommunication one week and Mike McCarthy's in charge of Ipswich Town, and Mick McCarthy's in charge of the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> so I I don't know how it's all going to work out, but I, we both agree the Packers are there in the NFC Championship game. Do you think they'll win? I don't know. I mean, kind of, yes. But also, I don't know, the Rams, like, the Rams have got to the Super Bowl, obviously, like, two years ago or three years ago now. They just seem to, like, show up well in like a good game in a big game and they have yeah. a much better call we haven't spoken about the Rams at all but they have a much better quarterback than when they did that with Jared Goff and they have all yeah. the same coaches and they have all the same defensive players and even better like they have some of the most incredible defensive players in the league um which also the Cowboys do so I can see why you put the Cowboys yeah. as in that position also um because yeah defense wins you championships just go get that catchphrase in there <laughs> Got to get that catchphrase in. The same thing has to be said. Football starts after Thanksgiving. Defence wins championships. One thing we probably should talk about, has anyone had a worse year than Urban Myers? Sacked from Jacksonville after kicking the kicker. When I was in Jacksonville, I really want to tell the story. Kicking the, the kicker, though, of all the players. Yeah. In the, to be fair, that's the one player I think I could take in an NFL team. So I can understand why he's picked on him. He's not like kicked like a defensive lineman. He's gone, let, let's pick on the weedy kid. Um, so when we were just getting ready, this is the day after Urban Myers had been sacked for kicking the kicker. The first song, the very first song the Jacksonville Jaguars players came out to train for, Can We Kick It? Yes, we can. Just uh, uh, well done, the DJ there. Well done. Well done. But has anyone else had a worse year in sport than Urban Myers? This can go to anyone, April. You can go yeah. Liverpool, football, whatever you want to go. I do not know. I think just generally with the Jaguars, like anyone on that team has had a terrible year because they've been surrounded by other terrible people. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has been like dropped into a bomb zone with things going yeah. off left, right and centre. No one's really helping him. He has no players to really help him. He has no coaches that seem to be able to help him. So I just hope he gets like a better coaching staff around him because he's obviously the number one overall pick from this year. So he should mm-hmm. be amazing. And he hasn't really had the chance to show that yet. I, I really think they should get Coughlin back in the role. He was sort of in for the Jaguars. That one year where they went to the playoffs, they played really well. Saxonville all came from Coughlin. They lack that discipline behind the scenes. The one person who probably had a worse year than Urban Myers, I'm going to say Joe Root, just to get a bit of sticky wicket content in here, just carried his team and he's just lost nine of the last 14 test matches for England. So bless you, Joe Root, I do feel for you. 
Let's go on to our short-lived feature, NFL. So what should new fans look out for, April? Short-lived feature. Oh, God, don't put it down. New fans should look <laughs> out for um, TV graphics that explain what's going on. Because in okay. this week, so much is going on with like who yeah. could get what positions. And I tried to read like an article this morning that was like, oh, if this person wins and this person loses. Yeah. And I was like, that's too confusing. So just during the game, I'm sure the commentators will come with the, you know, facts of what's going on. But more than that is probably the TV graphics person is like, oh, the Colts are currently winning and the Titans are currently losing. This is good for whoever um, Mm. because there's so many teams. And yeah, so much is still to be decided, especially AFC sort of wildcard spot. I'm going to go a lot simpler than that. I think that's going to be a snow game. And I like the snow games. They're the best thing. The, the NFL, just this is the biggest, like, beautifulest, most amazing thing of the year, snow games. It doesn't matter if it's a rubbish game. The game is always improved by thick snow. You can't see the lines. People lose the ball. It's just incredible. So new fans, look out for snow games the next two weeks. What's your for sure win of week 17, April? Oh, I haven't looked at the games, really. Um... I'll go for mine whilst you look for yours. The Miami Dolphins are going to lose to the Tennessee Titans. I just can't, I can't get my hopes up, April. I need the Dolphins to win this, but I just, I can just see Ryan Tannehill getting back at his former team. Have you got a for sure win of the week? Yeah, I have. I don't don't know if I really like it because I'm going to go with the Steelers versus Browns game. Both these teams are kind of even in the standings and even in that they somehow lose games. And I just feel like for sure the Steelers are going to win despite being a worse team sort of to the naked eye than the Browns. But in a sort of big game spot, the Browns seem to crumble. And I'm going to say that for sure the Steelers are then going to win. What's your L look player to look out for? What's your L? Um, a player to look out for. Uh, I might go with two. I'm in another game to like look out for. The Chiefs against Bengals game, uh, look out for Joe Burrow um, doing some good stuff and look out for Patrick Mahomes doing good Mm. stuff because people, you know, if Joe Burrow plays really well in this game, they're going to be comparing those two quarterbacks. Um, And if Joe Burrow plays well, then it could be sort of, you know, earned respect. I'm going to say look out for Jalen Waddle of the Miami Dolphins. He just broke the record for receivers, uh, rookie receivers, receptions, just an absolute delight of a player um just what look for him because he's going to be the future and april one last question to end your end's guide to the nfl for 2021 what's your nfl resolutions for 2022 don't get covid because it ruins nfl games (laughs) that's 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 a good one in life don't get covid please yeah don't get covid guys if you think about it i wish covid could just go away because obviously yeah. for life but in this NFL season like and every sport you know we were just like getting back to sport being more normal and like all the fans being there and everything's changing no one really wants that do they that deep April deep I'm gonna say I'm gonna try and watch some more late night games but I am going to also put it out into the mix of a touchdown URN guide to the NFL Super Bowl watch somewhere see that is the true resolution me and dom between us will try and organize something on the super bowl 
and get yeah. other URN support people. That is the true resolution, yeah. yeah. I think we should really decorate it. I've got a Miami Dolphins flag and then we can just go from there. We can just go from there. But I think it will be good. And if you are interested, please do DM us. Well, that pretty much wraps it up, April, doesn't it? Do you have anything else you want to say? Any no, other business? Yeah. Um, any other business? Not really. Just um, hopefully everyone enjoys the games. Um, there are no Saturday games this week, but on Sunday, of course. And going forward, there's lots of Saturday and Sunday games. So check online. There's games all the time and it's really exciting. Thank you, April, for just being around. We do appreciate. We yeah, do appreciate thank you, Dom, of course. And thank you to um, everyone for listening. Yeah, we do appreciate people listening because you could easily listen to any other podcast, but you choose us. So thank you so much. And April, I'm going to annoy you. Go well. I'll probably just cut that out.